the dragon, 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 bust the dragon, 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 bust the dragon, dragon, hot D. Um, all right, and Jess, have you escaped the coconut you were in last week? Yeah, my mic is all set up now. <laughs> nice, nice. All right. Well, we've all done sort of escape. Why don't we all start off by saying something that we've sort of escaped recently? Um, because I think that, I think it's a fun sort of a theme. Let me see. I have escaped, um, my, uh, computer not running Plague Tale correctly. Um, that, that game has been not optimized, I would say. Oh, right. Yeah, it makes, it actually makes, I hate that I can, I hate that I'm saying this. Um, this Plague Tale Requiem actually is like way worse optimized than Cyberpunk was at launch. Oh, really? Yeah, See, and bad, Cyberpunk, Cyberpunk got dragged for it, and then nothing else does. And it was the same with Fallout 76. I, uh, Fallout 76, I know it, it got dragged, but it didn't get taken off the PlayStation Store. Right, yeah. And the game only runs at 20 FPS on PS5. Yeah. It's like, man, that's rough. Um, but anyway, I am going to review it, so we'll see if it, if it picks up. I was able to, like, just hit my computer until the, it got to 60 FPS, so... Um, it's on medium settings, so I'm gonna live like a caveman, I guess. Whatever. I don't think this is really about escaping anymore. Uh, Felicia, what's something you've escaped recently? Um, I have escaped, um, what have I escaped? I have escaped staying in my apartment and not been getting out more. That's right, I saw you yesterday. Yes. Okay. Good deal. Um, and Jess, you escaped your old apartment. Yeah, I escaped my old flat. My new one's much better. Nice. Uh, I need to do that. Yeah, they're raising your you. rent by $6,000 a month, so I would what? do that. <laughs> no, not that much, like uh, over $400. Yeah, it's it may as well be that much, though. That's you know, bad. For, yeah. Yeah, it's really upsetting. Um, okay, anyway... Let's uh let's move on. So this is Dragon Busters, everyone. This is a podcast. We're talking about House of the Dragon episode nine, the ninth hot D. Uh, we've been taking them every week for the last eight weeks. Got one more to go. Um, yeah. So episode nine has been um, you know, I, I'm gonna say spicy. I'll say, I'll say spicy. <laughs> spicy. So, it was yeah. not spicy. <laughs> not well spicy when it comes to betraying people. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean just spicy as in like, ooh. Not like not like it's like sexually scandalous. Oh, I was right? gonna say. No. And that, that I would probably say zesty if that was the case. Or spicy if you like feet. <laughs> that's yeah, actually that's true. What was, that's what I was thinking that he meant. We'll get to the Okay, we'll get to the spicy feet later. Um <laughs> So anyway, I'm Nirav, as always, I'm your host, I'm joined by Felicia. Hello, how is everybody? Uh, we're alive, are you wearing your Damon hood? Uh, no, I definitely need to order one. I've, I, I've realized the female capes are pretty lame, but the male capes are not. Nice. Um, that sounds like, that sounds real, and like, why don't they just make... Wait, why do you need a female cape? What's the difference? At Amazon actually categorized. <laughs> first of all, when I searched Amazon, I just put in cape. And then um, f- for some reason, it I started getting links and it was like, male cape. And I was like, these look a lot different and better than the, the ones I was looking at. Were they female capes? Like, what's happening? I don't need I don't need gendered capes entering my life. Uh, That's what the I way, said. <laughs> the way it usually works with Halloween costumes is that you've got the male version, which is what the costume actually looks like. Then you've got the female costume where it's got like bits of the chest cut out, and she's wearing like high like thigh high boots. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Damon and thigh high boots. I can go for that. <laughs> yeah, we can we can get to that. And uh, Jess is also here, coming at us all the way across the pond. Hello. Um. You know what I just noticed? I, I there was an update on my computer last night. Now it says on the bottom bar of my Windows screen that uh, New York 
uh, Yankees are playing the Cleveland Indians right now, and it has the score on my taskbar, which I did not ask for. <laughs> you said baseball. Who asked for this? I didn't ask. To- okay, hang on. I am not interested in Major League Baseball. Check. All right. Um, that that shouldn't have happened. That was an unfortunate error on the part of the the New York Yankees. Um, Jess, how how big is baseball over there? We don't play it over here. Mm. Now, do you ever do, if you're, like, uh, pretending to be, like, Americans, and you're like, oh, let me get some apple pie, let's play some baseball? No, like, literally, I've never played it in my life, and I don't even know how to play it. The rules are stupid, uh, but whatever. We play cr- cricket, is that similar? I don't, I actually don't think it is, because I think it, I thought it was similar, because there's a guy holding a bat in both of them, but... Upon watching a cricket match, <laughs> I realized that they could not be less <laughs> less similar. <laughs> There's like a batsman, and he has a bat, right? And he hits the ball, and then he's got to run like under the ball, like right, and then catch the ball that he hit, I think. That's kind of what I was getting from cricket. Yeah. Um, but there's different types of cricket, but the, the most normal one is that you hit the ball... And then the time it takes for them to catch the ball and return it to the thrower, the person who the batter is then like collecting points. So the further away that they hit the ball, like the more chance they've got to get points. How do you get points? Types. It depends. It depends on the cricket game. Sometimes you're running from like certain points or whatever. So that is baseball then. Um, Yeah. So like yeah, in, in baseball, the pitcher throws the ball. The batter hits the ball as far as they can because, again, like however long it takes them to return it to base is how long the ba- uh, the batter has to run around all four bases. Um, yeah, basically, so- it's like that. Only you don't you don't run around in a circle. How do you run then? It depends on which type of cricket it is. How can there be many types of cricket? I don't understand. <laughs> I don't either. That that's actually baffling to me. I didn't realize there's more than one. I mean, the, the one that we used to play in school—you just had two—you po- just had two posts, like either side of you that you ran between. What are the? What, sorry, you run between two posts. Yeah. All right. What are the? What are the? What is the major league doing? What are the big guys doing? Uh, I don't know. I don't know anything about sport. What have we been doing this whole time? All right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I thought I thought you were some kind of cricket pro. Um, no, no, I literally hate sport. Oh my god. I hate, I I love I love sport. I was at a I was today. Somebody asked me like, "Oh, are you are you watching the Yankees game today?" And I said, "What? <laughs> Why would you think that?" <laughs> Your computer um, asked you that. No, it was a human. <laughs> why were why I can't somebody... believe I've seen I can't believe I've been I've interacted with the New York Yankees more today than I have in the last five years. <laughs> Can I ask you why somebody in the South would ask you that and not the Braves? I don't know, because I guess they're... I don't know, where the Braves playing today? I have no idea, but the Yankees is so random for down here, I feel. Yeah, maybe maybe she was from New York or something. Anyway, maybe. um, I was, uh... Maybe I was wearing some Yankee colors or something. Blue and white? I was wearing blue and white. Oh. I've solved makes... the mystery. Um, anyway, the House of the Baseball. There's, uh... Actually, I've had a good idea. They could settle this all with sort of an office baseball match. What, like the Twilight? I was um, just thinking the Twilight thing and Jasper. No, they did that, but I believe you. (laughs) You don't Um, remember? Wait, didn't you see Twilight? I I actually, so here, I have a weird history because I did read all four of the books when I was in high school. Forgot everything that happened. I saw the first movie and the last movie. Yeah, they have that baseball match in the first book. Yeah, the baseball match is like the most memorable part. You got Muse playing in the background. You yeah. got them all looking oh, sexy. And when this, oh, fuck. When was this... that that song, Supermassive Black Hole? Yeah. Fuck, that was a great song. Never mind, I remember this now. Yeah, <laughs> so when the when the thunder cracks is when they hit the ball. I do re- This is actually coming back to me now that you've mentioned. So that is how they would do it in this, you think? Um, yeah. Yes. Okay. But also maybe on dragons. That Look, yeah, that would be amazing. They should do that. I've actually had a good idea here because I think that there are other ways the aggressions inside the Targaryen family could have been taken out. Um, you know, early on, maybe not now, but like 
maybe early on if they had had like a family game night and all sat down for like Scrabble or something. Oh my god, they could have played Monopoly and then they actually killed each other. <laughs> if they had been, that, playing, Monop- that, that if they had been playing Monopoly, they would just have a 10 year time skip and they'd still be playing Monopoly. <laughs> and I... they'd all hate each other by the end. I need to ask a question. Were they alluding to the f- the fact that Amond might have been Helena's fathered Helena's children? They haven't alluded to it. It's a fan theory so far because um, Aegon's got no interest in Helena and Aemon's, um seems to be quite interested in her. His sister, right. Both of their yeah. sister. Um, <laughs> well, yeah. All right. We've, we've really just kind of accepted this into our hearts now, which is fine. Um, yeah, let's, let's... He's, well, wait. he's very protective of her, but I was just wondering because of that scene when he walks into the chambers and her reaction to him. And, uh, yes, that was... Yeah, I mean, that's, that's possible. I, I will say, like, I think I was lost, like, maybe for the first half of the episode, I was, like, kind of lost on what was going on a little bit. Um, because there was, like, well, mostly when there was, like, a big race to be, like, we have to find uh, Aegon. Like, I didn't really figure out what the two sides were, like, fighting to get there first for, for a while. Um, but, like, yeah, that's... I mean, anyway, let's 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 back it up, though, because lots of stuff happened here. Um, we'll, I think we'll, we'll try to... We'll get to the feet eventually, so, like, don't click off yet. Um, <laughs> of what you've been waiting for... <laughs> Some of that foot action. Yeah, I don't think they had the 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 music didn't really um, help me. Oh, sorry. The mandol- <laughs> We should have played like more mandolin or sa- it would have really been saxophone, but because of the time, it didn't exist. So you had flutes. And- <laughs> I mean, were we, were we just um... making jokes about like? <laughs> yeah, we were. Technically, I don't think pugs is- existed either, and there was a pug in one episode, so I think we're cool to introduce the saxophone. <laughs> Just make it happen. Um, I There was a lot going on, and, you know, we get also introduced to twins that are fighting. Like, they don't agree yeah. with... Yeah, we saw very them important. briefly before, um, and their names are Eric and Eric, which is... Sort of a cruel cool prank their father has played on them. Yeah. Um, George R. R. Martin, their father, who, who plays yeah. this prank on us all the time, like Rob and Robert. Thank you for this again. As so basically, this the twins are very important because, and unfortunately, their names are like so similar because um, obviously one stays with Allison and the other's going to Rhaenyra. Um, so you got two Listen, twins. Listen, I'm. I'm an Eric fan, and anyone here who's an Eric fan can go fuck themselves. <laughs> I'm a fan of the one who saved the princess, and he has the key to my heart, and I said, thank you, God, that one came to their senses and freed her, because I was so furious that she thought, that Allison thought she could get away with locking her away, and she said, what is the meaning of this? I said, yes, what is the meaning of this? Yes. She what really is the thought, meaning of this? She really thought that locking her in her rooms would make her change her mind. Like, the <laughs> audacity. I was so I, mad. I did actually, I did really enjoy their conversation, though. I think it showed, I think it showed a lot of, about both of their characters. Um, but, um, yeah, let's, let's start at the beginning again. So, yeah, uh, Viserys is fucking dead. We got him, dude. He finally slipped on that big banana peel. I've been it's eyeing this whole, whole series. His, his little Lego. That, the fact that they were like, oh, he seemed fine yesterday. Did he? Like, no, he didn't. He hasn't seemed fine for maybe nine episodes. <laughs> okay. I felt bad because that man was the only one that stood up and said, this is preposterous. That man has never said anything about his son. And I stand with him. And then Sir Cunselot decided to chop off his head. Like, and nobody said anything okay, except to be for fair, our brother in arms, the Scotsman. Yeah, Sir Harold. Um, yeah, the I, I will say, just to, just to say, um, I liked that dude. Uh, Lord Beesbury, I think is his name, right? That's a funny fucking name, and I love him for it. <laughs> he was 150 years old. <laughs> he was my favorite character. 
Um, yeah, but uh, Sir, Sir Harold is like, hey, we can't actually do this, so I'm going to resign. Um, I did actually want to comment that, like, I think, and it's not just because I'm an Olivia Cook stan, which I am. and uh, We know that you are. I, yeah, and I'll, I'll die for her in a moment, but okay. the... Um, I think she's been playing this character, like, amazingly well, just with her body and facial language, you know? Um, and, like, the, the the look of, like, real horror on her face when she realizes that, like, these people were always going to overthrow uh, the throne and take it and kill Rhaenyra, like, her entire everybody around her. It's, like, real terror. Yeah. Um, and, she like, should be scared, because nobody, nobody accepts a woman. And... And that was the thing is that um, Rainy was supposed to be, could have been queen, but because she was a woman, it went to Viserys. Yeah, and like, it was, oops, sorry. Oh, sorry. I saw an interesting thread on Twitter that um, kind of explained that. Because basically in the book, Alison is just like evil witch. Like she, she just, she just wants her son on the throne and she's like very uh, like vindictive and just evil, evil stepmom. Um, but like every change that's been made in this show, I mean, like every change I've liked because it's it's turned it into like a miso- misogyny thing. Like it's just the men going behind Alison's back and just arranging all this, and they're just yeah. like obsessed with violence as well. They want war, and right. they're like they're already prepared for it. Like they they don't care that they're gonna break the peace. They they just they they want it. Um. And it's just like the, the lack of respect for Alicent and Rhaenyra is just like incredible. I don't know. I don't know that there's a single person in that castle that truly respects Alicent. Yeah. Like, uh, like maybe, and and that's even that's maybe a weird thing to say because I think like obviously Sir Kristen does like in his own his own way, but like um, in in just like a real genuine way, like respects her. I just feel like there hasn't been anybody there since Rhaenyra that actually does, you know, or treats no, her. Yeah. They have a mutual thing, which was just take over the throne and don't let Rhaenyra have it. But I also saw a Twitter thing that said, uh, once you realize that Allison has never came in her life, you start to <laughs> understand her. <laughs> and that's true. Then I had a laugh about it. And uh, yeah. I didn't feel sorry for her at all because it's her own doing. Because honestly, if you had to pick a son to be king, Aemon uh, spoke for himself and he spoke zero lies because his bitch of a brother is 100% a bitch and shouldn't be king. He, right. if, if anyone's going to be king, it should have been Aemon. It's just it, that that's exactly like proving like how crazy it is. Like Rhaenyra, the whole the was, whole concept of sorry, yeah, like Rhaenyra was there. She she was going to be queen. Aegon is completely unfit to be king. Yet just because he's a guy, he he they they want him on the throne, and even not- though he's like utterly like utterly like he doesn't even want it. He's it's right. not only does he's- he not want it, but he's just like incapable. Right, so, like, I think this is just a huge thing that, like, this, I mean, this whole show is, like, a fucking takedown of the concept of a monarchy, you know, it's, like, yeah, the first, I mean, first we see at the very, like, or even before the show started, Renice like, should have been queen, and that was taken away from her, because, and she was, she, I, I, I mean, even as we see her now, she clearly was the one who was more fit to rule, right? Yeah. Yes, um, very much so. And then we see it again with Rhaenyra, right, like, she is the one who is definitely more a fit to rule than Aemon or Aegon, Aegon, sorry. Yet, you know, she she does not have that right just because of because she's a woman. And then the other side of this, we go even further down. Aemon is definitely more fit to be the king and definitely less insane. And I mean, I honestly don't think would make that bad of a king, but at the same time, just because his brother was born before him, he's the one who is going to be king and there is just nothing to do about it. Like all of these different parts of what a monarchy is are just like crumbling. Basically all of it has led to disaster and Aegon, they've done a good job making Aegon a character because he is both. He, well, he is, he is evil. He is psychotic and he doesn't want to be king. Like how much more could you do to make it? So he's not fit to rule. Yeah. Um, 
and then, I like that. I like that little twist on the book as well. The fact that he doesn't want to be king. Like that. That's not in the book. In the book, he just like he ah. just takes the crown. But um, I, I do really like the touch in the show where yeah, he's a he's a little shit, but he also doesn't want to be king. Yeah, it's... The, the conversation was really important when he said, "Does my did my father even love me?" And he also he's never even said that he wanted me to be king. So why do you think that he did? Yeah, like that whole conversation I think was important, and like she had nothing to say to him, even when he was like, "Do you even love me?" <laughs> And it's also important yeah. to note that Aegon was never prepared to be king. He, um, Rhaenyra was sat on the, the small council meetings. Um, she was like part of like the decision making. Aegon isn't, was never on the small council meetings. He's never stepped foot right. in there before as, as far as we're aware, because he wasn't, he wasn't like set up to be king. Like they weren't preparing him. He literally knows nothing about it. When, um, when Aegon and Aemon were, um, like, fighting in the square there, um, I was like, I think you can really see, like, the the calculations going on in Aemon's mind. Because, like, one, you know, he obviously knows that his brother can't, like, should not be king. He also yeah. believes, he also very truly believes that he has been prepared to be king because he has he has put in the, the necessary work and, and not, like, you know, schooling and such to, to get there. And then, you know, there's there's this factor, though, which I think is the unsaid thing, which is that if Amond were to allow, like, you know, Aegon is like, let me go, I'll get on a boat and I'll leave Westeros and I'll never come back, you know? And, I, you know, it's tempting, right, for him to do that. However, if he did do that, he would spend the entire rest of his life being like, he's going to come back. He's going to come back and he's going to take this throne for me. Yeah. And... I mean, I think that Aemon is smart enough to know that he can't be an effective ruler if he has somebody else out there somewhere with a better claim to the throne. Um, which uh, I, I wonder if um, I don't know. I, I guess I wonder now. We're, we'll, we'll get to this, obviously, but like, I wonder which way Aegon ended up being swayed as far as like trying to have Rhaenyra killed or not. Oh, because they didn't really say it at all. They didn't really resolve it. And, like, I think that's fine because we're going to find out. But, like, at the same time, it may not matter because even if... I think it is well... At this point, it is well within Otto's power to order her killing without the king around. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if he really does want that, he can easily send people to, you know, at least attempt to do that. Yeah. Um, I will fight Otto with my bare hands, along with Crispy Cole. <laughs> Crispy I Cream. Will, I will fight both of them, <laughs> and they're meddling. I, I, I literally these meddling it. kids. What when, when Crispy Cole was out there in that dumb little hat? <laughs> oh my god! I like his hat. <laughs> no, his <laughs> little like I don't even know how to describe it. His little like uh, Christmas Carol, like Victorian orphan hat. <laughs> Wait, wasn't there a thing that like? Hold on, keep talking. Uh... I was so mad about it. The fact that he just that he just does whatever he wants. There's no repercussions for it because he's so far up Allison's butt and. I'm I'm furious. I am so furious what they try to do to uh, Rainies. I I'm so glad that she's such a strong person always that she knows her own mind and can't be swayed no matter what. I'm so happy that she that Targaryen women are strong people. I, you know, Helena has issues. I think that being a seer causes those problems like you tend to go a little mad anyway um so that's why she's a little meek and um doesn't really speak her mind because i think that she has trouble but you know between rhaenyra and even her her cousin daughters or niece daughters what are they <laughs> i think they seem like strong women too i don't know what you would call that are they niece daughters <laughs> yeah yeah whatever <laughs> they seem like very strong women as well um but like okay there's 
Uh, all right. Well, the the thing is, like, I first wanted to bring up question for you guys: is there is there a seer such as Helena in Game of Thrones? Because I don't think like Melisandre is that. Like... Uh, well, the sea- the seers is a Targaryen thing. Um, oh, they're, they're, okay. they're kind of like the green seers, like which is what Bran is. Only um, with the Targaryens, it comes to them in dreams, and they don't know whether it's just a dream. They don't know whether it's actually going to happen. And some t- most oh, of the time, they, wait, they don't even know what it means. Wasn't Danny's uncle also a seer, the blind guy? Uh, Ares. No. Oh no. A- uh. A- what was, hey, was his name also Amond? I think, I think it was Amon. Come up, come up with a fourth name. <laughs> it was Please it was Amon. It was Maester Amon. Maester Amon. Please Amon come without up. a D. I don't think he was a seer. Um, he see. was blind. Um, <laughs> but. Um, uh, yeah, I don't. I don't think he was either. I, I was just trying to remember if anybody had that. Danny was. Oh no, she before. wasn't. I, f- I can't. I don't know whether Danny was or not. She had a lot of prophecies, but I think most of them were just hallucinations from like taking drugs and shit. Yeah, a lot um, of that happened. Um, regardless, but yeah, that's it's an interesting thing. I, I would. I, I wonder if we'll see more of that developed with um, because like she just basically her whole thing so far has been like. Hey, that that vase is about to drop, and then it does, and she just like shrugs, right? It like, hasn't yeah. really. Nobody's really like listening to her, so it hasn't affected <laughs> anything. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, before, uh, oh yeah, I also wanted to note that it's Olivia Cook's last episode of the season because uh, this episode was basically basically what's happening is this is the war of the um. War of the Crows or War of the Ravens? I can't remember what, what did they use. Crows or Ravens? I think it's Ravens. I don't know. What are you saying? You know when they send messages? Yeah, they send oh, Ravens. 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 Yes, yeah, so yeah. this is this part of um, the war is is called the War of the Ravens, and basically what they're doing now is they're preparing for war. So it's it, the whole idea is to gather as much support as they can. So what we're going to see for the rest of the season is they're going to be trying to gather support on each side. So in this episode, we saw the Greens and um, they've basically like like jailed anybody that's against them. And then next episode, we'll see the Blacks um, and basically Rhaenyra finding everything out and then also starting her like ra- rallying for support. Um, so this was Olivia Cook's last, se- uh, last episode of the season, which I thought was quite sad. Yeah, um, so why... why- why will she not be in the battle part of it? Because uh, basically, the there's there's not going to be much of a battle for this season. Um, it's it's going to end with the first blood being shed, basically, and that that's um, that's far away. It's involving dragons, so I won't go into detail or anything. But um, I, it's going to end with the first death, basically. They were un- uh, so when when uh, the producers spoke earlier this season, I was under the impression that the next season was going to be like far away in the past or future was what they said. Like, it's not going to be following this season. Oh, really? Oh, that's interesting. I wonder, yeah. I wonder what that's going to be then. Right. This was supposed to tell like a contained story. And then they were thinking to jump either forward or backward, like a few hundred years, basically in the Targaryen lineage. That would make sense because I don't, honestly don't see how they're going to stretch this for four seasons. I'd say three at the very most. I mean, um, for this storyline. <sighs> on uh yeah let me pull it up quickly but anyway um yeah i hmm, i i hope that um we get to see um some resolution with um i mean i I guess we will because we saw in the in the sneak preview or whatever for the next episode like it is mainly going to be focused on on rhaenyra's side like what they've been doing this whole time because i uh i do wonder if they've been told before renice gets there uh, or if they know what happened, um, they do. Um, I, I won't go into detail, but yeah, some someone got out. Not the bald man. He was not the bald man. Not make it out. No, I noticed that. <laughs> it was a little bit. It was sort of in the corner of the screen. You really blink and you miss it, but they did get him. Yeah, he was. He was very upset. But kudos for him for trying to 
be like, of course I'll bow to you and then escape. Yeah. Um, what I thought was so ironic about this was Alison started off the episode by going, oh no, no, I don't want war. I just want my son to usurp Renera. Like, why are we killing each other, guys? I don't want war. <laughs> like, what did she think was going to happen? Um, I don't know. She she seems kind of clueless sometimes. Where yeah. I feel like she is just like her father applauded her at one point. He's like, I didn't think you had a backbone. But yeah. at the same time is she she thinks things are gonna come easy. And I think that was her father's point is like you have to shed blood in yeah. order for things to happen. Like it's did she think gonna... that she was just gonna go, Oh yeah, Viserys changed his mind and I was the only one to witness it and the Renera is just gonna go, Yeah, right then, okay, off you pop Aegon okay. onto the throne. I uh <laughs> yeah. let's see. I have, uh, I guess, misremembered, or possibly they said something different earlier, but um, they said that they were still working out what season two was going to be, but they said once we get into season two, we're not going to be doing any more time jumps. There will not be any like recasting of people. Yeah. Like, season two will be one thing. Um, but they haven't said what that will be, um, and they don't know when it's going to take place or how long in the future it'll be. So uh, I guess that, I mean, like the thing is they didn't get renewed for season two until season one, like started, you know? So they had a few different pitches. Yeah. I find that odd that they haven't planned it though. Cause they was like, I heard like ages ago that it was going to be four seasons. So it kind of felt like they had planned it out a little bit better. And George himself has said it needs at least four seasons. Right. And I guess that probably what he's done is like they've they've been provided more material or whatever to go off of or else. Yeah. Because um, this this compendium book is not like that big. The fire and blood one. Like, no. Um, but like there are other things from that age. I mean, like if you wanted to talk about like the tales of Duncan Egg, I guess you could pull stuff from that, too. Um, I mean, just like surrounding this kind of timeline, like say just like a few years in the past from this is like really interesting. Like before Viserys um, took the crown, there was Jaehaerys on the throne and his whole like storyline is like really interesting. He has like a billion children and they all have like really interesting stories behind them. Okay, Yeah, there's they did also say the younger actors will not be returning for their roles in season two. So that's, I guess, a hint that they're not going to do that. Yeah. so, yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe that is what it is. Maybe they are just going to keep going and telling the story and then just keep forwarding through uh, dynasties all the way down to the Mad King. Oh, yeah, I have. Um, I can't actually remember much Like after Rhaenyra's one. The Dance of the Dragons was the one that stood out to me the most from the book. Yeah. That was my favorite story out of um, the whole thing. I mean, to be real, if we do continue the story across four seasons, like... And season four is Robert's Rebellion. I mean, that's the thing we were wanting, right? Like, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I think that'd be cool. Uh, I think that I would like to see like a young Ned Stark and a young Robert Baratheon like riding on boars or whatever and high fiving. I don't remember what happened. But... I think you just want to see a young hot Robert. I, I do. Yeah. I want to see. I do. I want to see, see that. I want to see. Show me Robert it. before he became Bobby B. I want to see where I he wanna, came from. I want to see what swayed Cersei from Jamie for like a short moment. <laughs> um. Yeah, but like he did used to be a different guy, so it'd be cool to see him and and you know have that um that opportunity. And also, we could. Um. I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on during that time too, and like, um, they could even give more time to. Uh, showing uh, Catelyn and and Littlefinger's like you know relationship when they were younger too. That'd be an interesting <laughs> angle too. Um, and also, I find even Ned and Catelyn's relationship interesting because she was actually yeah. betrothed to his brother, and yes. when they got married, they didn't actually like each other. Yeah, yeah, because it was a uh, Ned's older brother died in the rebellion, right? In yeah. The fight? yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, in, he was, he was, I don't think he was fighting. He got burnt alive by Ares in the throne room. It was like a war crime. Oh, was, he was in King's Landing and yeah. he got burnt alive. Okay. Yeah, Ned's, uh, Ned's older brother and then um, his uh, sister was the it was younger, right? The one that was... Yeah. Yeah. I'm just trying to place everybody. 
Yeah, that's another thing. I'd want want people to see how stupid Rhaegar Targaryen was. Right, okay, that's another thing we could see too, is like some focus on on Rhaegar and Lyanna. Yeah, um, and and how how, how stupid they were. were. Yeah. A uh, real, real Romeo and Juliet story, in which, of course, if you remember, Romeo and Juliet did both end up dying at a young age. Yeah. <laughs> um, they, they didn't cause an outright war that like killed thousands of people, though. <laughs> uh, they did. They did make a Jon Snow, though. Um, they did. Yeah, but anyway, that's that's interesting. I I I'll wait, I'll wait to see what they want to do with season two. Like, um, if they think there's enough meat on this to keep going with the same storyline, like that's cool. Um, I think it's possible if I opened up um, some more sub storylines because at the moment I think with the, the material from just the Targaryens alone, I don't think it's enough to pull it for full seasons. Um, I'm trying to see how long the last episode is. If it's like unusually long or something. No, it's 59 minutes, so it's about the same length as the last few. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, I don't know if there's. We'll see, we'll see how much material is in it, but, uh, okay, so, uh, other thing was, um, let's, you know what, let's, we've been, <laughs> look, there's a, there's a foot-shaped elephant in the room, and we need to talk about it. <laughs> a foot-shaped so, elephant in the room, first, I can't. First of all, I, I want to know how this conversation started, like, how did he open up this opportunity to, because I remember the last time that we heard this conversation, he was saying he wanted things from her, and you know, like, from that conversation, yeah. we'd assume he wants, like, a castle, or... Right, wants- yeah, I didn't think it was this, I didn't think <laughs> it was this, and, like... He wants a lot of money. <laughs> but, like, also, I... <laughs> oh, my God, it was, uh, it was just, like, so weird how, like, they, they like, the, the exchange was just, like, all right, here's... Here's feet. Like, what do you got? <laughs> you know, it's like. Here's feet. What do you got? I can't. Like, it was. I don't know. I was very taken aback that that was. Yeah. The thing that he wanted. Right. That's kind of crazy. And like, I think in some ways, I I still agree that like he seems to be like a lot more like crazy than Littlefinger. Um, but he also is making me miss, miss Littlefinger. I like. <laughs> He burnt his father and brother alive for feet yeah, pics. Right. For yes. Pics. Yeah, and he was. He literally texted Allison and was like, "Feet or get GTFO." You know, it's like. <laughs> um, but like, anyway. So that's. I guess that's. I guess that's. I feel like the, when I was watching that, I was like, "This is probably not like all he wants, right? Like, he probably wants like a castle or something, right?" <laughs> Um, I couldn't. I dude, feet pics are hard to get back then. I mean, the guy has ambition. He could have had any feet, but he wanted hers. That's true. weren't that great, and people were like, "She has a tattoo," but apparently, it was a design on her her stockings. Did anyone notice that on her leg? I did not see it. I thought it was just the stockings. Yeah, I I think it was it was just stocking. But at first, I was like, "Oh, she has a tattoo. What is this?" She has a tattoo of a foot on her own foot. Um, oh my gosh. And like, yeah. What if, so, what if Eamon walked in? I, I don't know. I think she would have been like, well, you only have one eye, so what did you really see? <laughs> I love I love how Otto was insinuating that maybe they were sleeping together. God, how, how far wrong he was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is something. Um... She wishes that was what right. it was. <laughs> I, I, he's such a slime ball. Like I he's so weird. Him. I don't. It's like uh, it's like almost like a. I, again, like I'm. I, of course, the comparisons I'm drawing, but like, I feel like with uh with Littlefinger was like a character everybody like loved to hate. You know, it's like oh look at this fucking fu- look at this guy go. He's so sleazy. You know, and like. With this character, I feel like everybody now is like, oh, I don't like this guy very much. <laughs> <laughs> He's kind of like a rat man. <laughs> it's the fact that like Bernie gets like father and brother alive. It's we so fucking call- funny. Oh, you know, like, nobody cared not- about him burning <laughs> his brother and father alive. It, it, but like, as soon as he wants feet pics, everyone's like, <laughs> slimy. <laughs> I I kind of uh, wish that Crispy walked in on it. 
This is oh, crispy, she... crispy pig. Yeah, she sells feet pics. Honestly, he's so in love with her by this point. I think he probably would have just like ignored it. I don't think he would. No, I think he would have loved it. Actually, he would have celebrated it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like, it's so weird how like um, I don't know, like Chris, Kristen Cole, and I actually one thing I did like a lot, and this is something that we haven't gotten to see much in this show that Game of Thrones did because. If you've listened to um, uh, some interview George R. R. Martin talked about with the books, but he he said like basically like because someone asked him like how do you get these how did you get these characters like that eat, that people that catch people's attention so much and like how do you ha- like how do you keep them all so interesting and he was like the secret is that like I just had to make believable people and then what I do is I just move them around and have them meet other people. And uh, it, it writes itself for me. Like, um, and that's something that I feel like we haven't seen is having people like, because that, that's something we got a lot in Game of Thrones is like this person's paired off with this person for a season and then it switches off to some person you would never think they would meet, you know? Yeah. Um, and there was so much excitement around certain characters meeting that I was so excited for Tyrion right, like to meet Bra- like, Yeah, like Bronn and Jamie's like weird bromance, for example. Like people love yeah. that, you know? It's like, Oh, I wouldn't have thought of them after even like ever talking to each other like three seasons ago. Um, but uh, stuff like that, and then you know uh, Tyrion and Varys were a pretty bad pair. I don't think they got a lot done. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> regardless, what what I guess I was thinking of while this this hunt was going on was like I feel a little bit of like some of the fun stuff from Game of Thrones here with ha- pairing uh, crispy crispy K with uh, Aemond and having them go around the city and fuckwits, <laughs> you know. What about when like- his, his brother spit in his good eye? Did you catch that? When oh, jeez. I think I might have missed it. That's yeah, pretty good, though. Yeah, he spat right in his good eye. <laughs> One of my favorite things about that moment was when they were about to go into the brothel and Eamon was talking about how his brother took him down there once to teach him a lesson in, like, the birds and the bees. It just made me think, like, Aegon's whole existence is just like going around telling people he can teach them about sex because he was trying to do the <laughs> same thing with know, Jace at the dinner table look listen to me listen to me I had a lot of sex listen to me <laughs> he has listen. never pleasured a woman ever <laughs> yeah, I think he I, I think you write would, a book at this point <laughs> I think you would frequently see Aegon's like quotes on the subreddit r slash I have sex <laughs> Oh my god. And how many children, bastard children did they say were running around town? So they, they come, like, they're important later on. They're called dragon seeds, um, which is basically like Targaryen bastards, and they can control dragons. They're, um, yeah, I, I saw that part was probably maybe the worst, where it's like, oh yeah, he like just sends, he has like these bastard children and just throws them into the fighting pit. Like, uh, that's the children fighting pit was pretty bad. I will say. Yeah, I was he's not. Surprised? He's so. Evil. I was not a huge fan of the children fighting pit. No, I and thought that was quite random, actually. I know that's going to be controversial, but I didn't like that the children were killing each other in the pit. That thing with the the teeth, with the sharpened teeth, I think that is from the Game of Thrones book, but they didn't use it in the show. I think they've like recycled it from uh, yeah. A Song of Ice and Fire. Because I swear there was something like that in the fighting pits in Marine. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, those yeah, ones didn't thought, have I'd... like five-year-old children in it, though. If I no. remember. No, and there weren't like feet picks either in, in A Song of Ice and Fire. This, so like, <laughs> this show has really dived into a lot of stuff that like people were begging for from Game of Thrones. Like, where's the feet? Where's yeah. the feet? People kept posting every week. Where's like I, I didn't even get to like I didn't even fucking see Ed Sheeran's feet when he was on there. What the hell? Oh, and like God. Anyway, but no, I I, I I don't know. That that was I feel like that's something that, like, maybe they could have, like, talked about earlier. Like, hey, the children fighting pits are not great in King's Landing. Maybe, you know, just, like, talk about it beforehand and then having it be a thing that, like, once we get there, it's like, oh, this is, like, Aegon's, like, hangout place and he loves the children fighting (laughs) would be bad. Yeah, 
I do wish we saw more of Flea Bottom because it feels like it's being like. A bit oh, more. don't it's, you it's... worry. That's one of the spinoffs. <laughs> yes. What? I'm not even shitting you. One of the oh one of the God. pitched one of the pitched spin one of the like 19 pitched spinoffs was a Davos origin story where he grows up in Flea Bottom. No. (laughs) (laughs) You guys are like, okay. The difference, the difference is that like they, they saw like 19 like garbage pitches and were like, okay, the, this Targaryen one, we can make it work. (laughs) Like, well, I feel like this could be like a, a side, like a, a, I keep on wanting to say a side quest. I play too much, but I, I, this could be like a side story in like season two, just like all this stuff going on in Flea Bottom because it feels like yeah. there's quite a quite a lot going down there, but they just keep on spending about two minutes on it and then moving on. Like we could have like a Peaky Blinders kind of thing going on if in they, Flea Bottom. If they really do want season two to be like uh, a full like. 10 episodes or whatever like after this and like you know like maybe the the events of the that are described in the book and after the first two episodes or whatever and like you know they, they continue on um, yeah like that's cool and i think it gives them more time to like explore the the world out there because like i think uh because did you guys watch the the after credits scene or whatever or not after credits like the you know the, the like behind the scenes yes um, i did they talked about how like they were like uh, kind of struggling this season to fit more of like the outside of the castle in into the into the uh, show because they 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 spent so much time with uh, you know Renice sneaking out of the city and everything here and with um, them hunting down uh, Aemon because they wanted to like showcase what King's Landing is like right now because we as an audience don't have like a great grasp of like what the people are living like right now. We've been so confined to the bubble of, of royalty. Um, but like, I would love for them to set more of the story outside of that. And I mean, even outside of, of King's Landing too. Um, yeah, same. Cause we've really only seen Dragonstone and King's Landing in this show. Um, there's some really interesting places like old town's really interesting old town is where the um the seven i can't remember what it's called the sept it's it's like it's like the hq for all the the religious stuff and um, i just find that really interesting that, it's it's where are, sam are you goes of the ma- to, no you're thinking of the maesters that's yeah the old, maesters the citadel is there um yeah but that's not a religious thing they don't have like that's that that's like the the library and everything I swear it's also where the the religion HQ is. I can't remember. It, it might be, but yeah, it might be a different place there. But yeah, like I'm gonna I'm gonna type in religion HQ and see what comes <laughs> up. <laughs> Take me to where I want to go in this religion uh, HQ. I'm just, like, pulling up Old Town quickly. Well, but anyway. that, that's that's why um, Allison is so pious at the moment because the high towers are from Old Town. Yeah, the high tower is a place in Old Town. Actually, it looks like. Yeah, the, the high tower. Oh, the high tower is the seat of House High Tower, which is the most fa- powerful family in the. Oh, this is in the Reach, the Castle and Lighthouse. Oh, so, okay, so Old Town is actually the seat of the High Tower's power. I did not realize yeah. that. Yeah. Um, that's why the the High Towers are so important because basically when the Targaryens set foot in Westeros, religion was so important. It was really important for the Targaryens and the religion to get along together, which was really difficult because obviously the incest uh, thing. But um and whoa. the the religion is so powerful in Westeros, like um the um I can't remember what they're called. Uh the religious people could like turn the views of the people just like in a snap by just saying, oh if you yeah. worship the Targaryen if you follow the Targaryens you'll go to hell or something like that. Um, yeah. So it, that is so yeah. important that the um, Targaryens and High Towers get along. Yeah, yeah. I see the um, okay. So the High Tower is the, actually the building. The High Tower is the tallest structure in the Seven Kingdoms, um, which is higher than the Wall. Actually, <laughs> wow. Um, that's that's big. But yeah, there is the other thing is the Starry Sept. Is looks like what you were thinking of. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> um. The Starry Sept is rivaled only by the Great Sept of Baylor and King's Landing. Um, yeah, it's, it's looks like it's big. It is the seat of the. Uh, okay, and then the other thing is the Citadel, which I, I mentioned. Yeah. That's the Maesters. 
And then I what? swear, I think um, they also train the Scepters and the Silent Sisters in Old Town as well. So the Scepters are basically the female version of the Maesters. They teach all the women how to right, yeah, and yeah, so. I that. And then the Silent Sisters are like, um, uh, you know, you know the Dothraki where Daenerys gets sent after Khal Drogo dies with the widows, and they basically yeah. look after the dead. That is basically that version, the Westeros version. Sep- the the Septums were like that crazy lady that was torturing Cersei when she was in the dungeon. That she was one of the Septas, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, shame. Can we talk about how there's a third son, and they said that they're actually gonna bring him onto the show after never discussing him or showing him? This yeah, is like this if is... I was watching Thor and like the third Hemsworth brother showed up. Yeah. It's probably because his name's Dayron. <laughs> <laughs> so now we've nice. got Damon, we've got Dayron, we've got Aemon, we've got Aegon. <laughs> how are they how have they never once mentioned this child's name? And just gonna be like, surprise, Shorty. Here it's, he the is. Joff- it's the same <laughs> with Joffrey. They just forgot about Joffrey. <laughs> Wait, what? Oh my god, they had another one. They did. I knew it. <laughs> and um, she's had she's had two with Damon. She's had like and six she's, children. She's also pregnant with another, and they haven't referred to that either. There are maybe t- I'm gonna go ahead and say this. There may be too many children. Could we throw some of them into the pit? Offload them a little bit. Okay. We could do that with Allison's children. But we're not doing that with Renair or Damon's children. Because Allison's children are out of control. Also, we didn't even realize there was another ch- child, people who didn't read the books. So the fact that they're like, oh, we know you've been missing him. Yeah. I'm like, really? I've missed him zero. Zero yeah, percent missed him. They, they they really need to take the people who haven't read the books into consideration. Like They, they need to, at the start of each episode, they need to say how many children they've got, <laughs> who's yes. pregnant and who's not, <laughs> who died. Who died? That well, because people have died as well and been replaced. Like, I don't know if you noticed, but the small council's different to what it, it was it, at different. the start of the show. <laughs> it, it has been different. I did notice that. I'm also sad that we, we never got... Um, back the guy who played the his music under the tree. yeah the bard guy the bard yeah i liked him <laughs> never saw him again um he was gone too soon uh r.i.p yeah I'm, I'm gonna assume he's dead uh we'll anyone who's not anyone who's not on screen is dead um true. all right well Let's uh I know we still have a big thing to talk about before we wrap up, so let's let's get into the the ending with the coronation. So um I uh I was a little bit mixed on it at the beginning, but the more I thought about it, I guess the more I, I, I get it. I think it's moreover, I think it's more it's in character for Renice, what she did. Um whereas it maybe wasn't the smartest decision, but like I think is is in character is in line with the character that they have developed over this over this season. Define um, what you mean wasn't the smartest decision. Not frying them well, alive. She, well, um, yeah, she she could have saved a lot of lives by just killing that small yes, group of people. Then and right. there. Okay, I understand what you mean. Um, I agree. I understand why she didn't do it, but I think she had to say, "I'm watching you." And now I'm gonna go tell on you. She did kill a lot of innocent people, though. She did. Yeah, also, she literally like squashed half the hall before she decided. Oh, I'm gonna not gonna murder this today. But also, those are people who were against Rhaenyra. So, well, they weren't they- against Rhaenyra. Basically, those people they were just in the street, and the guards started herding them towards um, the dragon pit, and they didn't know where they were going. They didn't even know they were attending a coronation until they were there, because that's why Alison was explaining why they were in the room. Um, most of them were just cheering because they're 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 uneducated. They don't know who these people are. Half of them they don't know like how to read or write or anything because um, th- these were people from like Flea Bottom. They were like the boys. Well, you heard it here first. Thing. Because these people are illiterate, just think they deserve <laughs> to die from the dragon. <laughs> well, I feel, well, no, I no, no, I'm just saying who got locked up in the castle. Like they they technically yeah. Th- 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 I'm just saying they they 
just because they were cheering for Aegon doesn't mean they're like they're they're like supporters. They're, these are just normal people that have just been swept off the street. They don't know or care about any of the shit we've seen this <laughs> no, whole season. No, they really don't. They probably they're probably working like twenty hour shifts to buy like a loaf of bread. Yeah, but, this is why we so, believe like, in yeah, unions. They just don't care. Everybody support your local unions. Um. <laughs> well, not here in Georgia because they don't let them do that but no. like anywhere else though where i'm from um, new jersey support your local unions yeah um actually where i'm from in south carolina the some of the unions like a teacher's union are flat out illegal by state law uh yeah they're not in new jersey go go vote for them go move move to new jersey <laughs> and vote um but anyway yeah like i um I don't know that I saw that moment as much of like, oh, what badass. I was like, she killed a lot of people for nothing. Yeah, I think Um, it's kind of like a taste of what's to come, to be honest, because if you like compare it to wars going on in countries and stuff, there's a lot of civilian casualties and half of the civilians like that. They don't like support the war or anything. And this is going to be like a very big theme in the show. Because the Targaryens are flying around with fire-breathing dragons. These dragons can't don't like pin have don't have like pinpoint accuracy over where their fire is gonna breathe They're oh gonna yeah no it's you're, you're... a lot of innocent towns to right destroy no, this, armies there's so much there the, i think it's a i think it's good because it does kind of show you and i think it shows you in a way that goes over a lot of people's heads because everyone's like yas queen but like yeah also does show you like this tar- the stuff that we have been watching and this entire season is so like confined and isolated from the real world. Like yeah. the norm, the, and I think that, um, I think Tywin might've been the one to talk about this in game of Thrones, but like nobody, nobody in King's landing or in Westeros cares who the King is. They want to be able to wa- like work an honest days of work and bring bread home to their family. Yeah. That's they do not give a it, shit yeah. about who sits on the throne. And like, I think that's true here. And I think that, we're going to see the collateral damage from this this family being so fucking up its own ass, basically. Yeah. It likes to put into perspective, uh, Rainey's has just driven a tank for a crowd, aimed sure. it at the stage, and then gone, oh, actually, no, I'm not going to kill you today. And then she's driven off and squashed a few more people on the way out. And, like, yeah, yeah it's, uh, we're supposed to cheer for her. It's, it's it, That's like, that kind of, like how bizarre the scenario is. I know, but I think the thing is we're not supposed to cheer for her. I, I think yeah. that I think people are anyway is the problem. <laughs> but her dragon should have eaten Crispy and... Oh, that would have been good if she ate Crispy K. Yeah. Oh my god, I would have... I think she should have just done that as a warning, just I like know. eating him. I would have ran <laughs> out into the street and been like, um, like ringing bells and stuff. I would have been like, pew, 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 but with my mouth. Because I don't actually like have right. anything to make that sound. You don't like, have right. a gun with you. <laughs> no, <laughs> I would just be like pew 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 pew, and then um, um, she he could have also eaten Otto Hightower. It would have been sad. I think that I do. Uh, I, I think let's let's probably start wrapping up. And by doing this, I wanna I want our our thoughts here to be which characters are gonna die in the finale of this season. I'm not gonna say anything so I think I know exactly who. Okay. Um, oh I think that some of these kiddos are gonna go. Um, yes. Unfortunately, it is I th- unfortunate. I don't know if I remember. I feel like they. T- I feel like they talked about this in Game of Thrones. How long the reign of of uh, Aegon was, and I don't remember what it was, but I am going to say that maybe it's very short, like three days long. <laughs> and um, I think that'll be interesting. Um, at this at this point in time, let's say Aegon is killed. Um, Aemon would become the king, right? No, it would go to Aegon's children. Really? It wouldn't go to Aeg- his brother automatically? Aegon's got two sons. It would go to Helena as Queen Regent until the sons turn 18. Oh, interesting. Okay. So, really, there's no, like, Aemond doesn't have any sort of, like, avenue in front of him to become king, really. No. Unless we burned down King's Land. He's like the Prince Harry of it all. 
Like, yeah. Was he the Nazi one or was that a different one? No. No, that was Harry. That was Harry. Whoops. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, the... Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I think it's possible that Aegon is, is killed in this uh, crossfire here, but this is Game of Thrones, so I think the more evil people maybe get to stick around longer. I think strategically they should have killed off the people whose names sound similar, so they should have... Oh, so there's only Eric one person Eric. left. Well, I think they should have killed well, off the bad of... Eric. And well, they should kill off good... at least... They should kill off at least one Aegon for the very least, just to simple... Not baby Aegon. Yeah. Adult Aegon. I'm here yeah. for adult Aegon dying. Um, I feel like it's possible that uh, Damon might die. No. No? No. Is that because of your sheer force of will? It, I <laughs> refuse to believe that Crispy outlives Damon. Dude, so... Crispy K, I've seen him eyeing, I've seen him eyeing the, the screen there, and he's like, I'm making it to season two. I refuse. Damon is going to come with his high heels and conquer that dragon. He is, is he wearing high heels? No, we discussed this in the beginning. Oh, right. Okay. Um, oh, yeah. So, you thigh high boots. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, people, he didn't buy the female cloak, so he can't. Yeah. So people <laughs> describe him as husband wife because he's such a good husband to Rhaenyra, um, which is true. And um, he would take a sword for that woman he's gonna do anything for her right which would result in his death no but i think that he's definitely not gonna die like he is gonna kill crispy before that happens and crispy's gonna fall off a cliff and like hit it a few times on his way down like a a like sort of like a cartoon yeah Yeah, that's Um, my that's my wish Okay, my, uh, I think that, <laughs> I think that, I think that Laris is gonna, I think something's gonna happen to him, but I think what happens is that he falls into, like, a pit full of bodies, and he's just, like, feeling up the feet there, and he's, he lives in there forever. He doesn't leave the pit. I think he likes it in there. <laughs> I think we're going to get, like, more information on Laris and why he's, like, a despicable human. Um, like, he's just he's just going to do some things that are just going to annoy people. Like, he, he's going to, like... He's going to trick Crispy K into killing Aegon. That's my, that's my thing. So- I was thinking of, like, more mundane stuff. Like, he's going to, um, like, put his put cutlery the wrong way. Oreo. Yeah. yeah, put toothpaste in someone's Oreo. Or just annoy things. Like, he's going to leave the cap off the toothpaste, like, consistently. And it's just going to be, like, in each scene, it's just going to put, like, zoom in on, like, a detail of something annoying that he's doing. Uh. <laughs> so, it is kind of open-ended because in the show, Laenor s- survives and goes into hiding. Did his dragon go with him? I couldn't remember. No. Lainor's dragon, no. No, Lainor's dragon um, is up for grabs, and I don't know how they're going to explain that making sense. Okay. What if Lainor comes back? And um, Why? Why would he come back? Mm-hmm. How what? is he going to come back? Is he going to like wear a mustache? <laughs> <laughs> and a monocle. <laughs> Uh, he's gonna come back because his sons are in danger and his mother and he loves his mother Uh, i mean he does sure i just i don't know i feel like i feel like he's gone i mean what if he doesn't come back now but in season two sure i mean and if we've learned anything from game of thrones like if you if you start rowing you're going to be rowing for the next seven seasons (laughs) (laughs) Uh, it is very true we'll we'll Um, see you at the end of season four um, I ge- <laughs> when that whole thing was happening, I genuinely like uh fucking what's his name? What's the guy's name? Uh, Gendry. I like yeah. I genu I genuinely like didn't think we were gonna see Gendry again, and I was like, oh, it's funny, he's still rowing. It's like he was he was rowing the whole time. He's back. Gendry <laughs> returning was such just such a meme. Like there was actually no was reason so for it other than to just other than like, to like as fuck a joke. Arya. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we got that wonderful scene, um, which was. Really weird because it was like I feel like I'm watching my little sister have sex. 
Yeah. Oh, well, I thought good. it was weird because he, he seemed like, I know when they when they knew each other, he seemed like quite a bit older than her. Like she was a young teenager and he was an older teenager. So I just thought it was weird. I know they're both adults now, but the way he remembers yeah. her is as a child. You know what? Not the worst person on the show. Is no, what I'll say. at least he doesn't like feet. We don't know that. But anyway, let's okay. Let's let's wrap it up. Um, okay, so we'll be back for our final episode, I guess, next week. Um, but Sad. yeah, Sag. Uh, we'll have to yeah. find something else to watch. We should. What else is What else is coming out? Uh, da- Daredevil. Is Daredevil coming out? Probably not soon. I think next year it's coming. But we'll have to find um, something new to watch. All right, we'll find something new to watch. We'll be back. Um, but anyway, yeah, let's uh, get out of here. And um, I think what we should probably do is... I thought of maybe we should name, like, an origin mm-hmm. story idea. Okay. You want to see, like, somebody's origin story you want to see? Yeah, but, like, a stupid one. All right. Um, like, Flea Bottom was pretty stupid. Yeah, like, Flea Bottom colon origins. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, hold on. I can, I can, I can do this. I want an. I want. Um, ooh, hold on. Okay, how about this? I want an origin story about Carl, the guy who was Leonor's boyfriend. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I want to see him growing up <laughs> on the streets of King's Landing. Uh, you know, learning to be a dandy boy, um, etc. <laughs> Uh, I want the life and death of the bard. I miss him. Dude, the life and the death of the bard is not a bad name for an album. Well, that would be interesting because the bards like travel like all over the country, like looking for stories to tell. What? He should be king. No one has more <laughs> stories to tell than that. Shut up. <laughs> it's true, but I specifically want the one she kept asking to play the me- the song over again. Yeah, no, I want that guy. Um, how about you, Jess? Do you have any origin story ideas? Um, I think we should have a comedy um, mm-hmm. on Sam Samuel Tarly's like um, like history. Like, I know he had a very sad life, but I think it should be twisted into like a comedy kind of thing. Okay. Do you think it could like, be there's... sort of a buddy cop comedy? Well, he's like constantly like causing accidents and stuff, and there's just like oh, uh, it's sort oh, of a Mr. Bean. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Mr. Bean, but with Sam instead, <laughs> is pretty good. Yeah. Oh um, I, I can just, like, see him right now, like, tripping as he's walking down some stairs and, like, rolling down and knocking an entire cart of apples <laughs> uh, over on somebody and killing them. Just finding out he's allergic to grass or something. He seemed, to be, like, he, seemed, he seemed to be have, like, issues with everything. <laughs> Anything we can do to get a little more, like, slapstick comedy into here, I'll be down with. Because yeah. we're severely lacking it right now. Um. All right, cool. Let's uh, let's all make a sound. What, what kind of sound we we got? We there are just like not a lot of like new, um, new sounds uh coming out. Were there any what? animals in this? Were there? There was a goat. There was a pug. No. There was a pug. That's pretty good. Wait, everyone, do a dog bark on three, okay? One, two, three. Woof. Woof. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of figured that was what was going to happen. <laughs> <All right. laughs> I wanted to get ahead of it. <laughs> dragon, dragon, bust the dragon, 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 bust the dragon, 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 bust the dragon, dragon, hot D.